This is the I Will Teach You a Language podcast, episode 110. Welcome to the I Will Teach You a Language podcast. Weekly motivation and language learning tips to help you become fluent in any language. Now, here's your host, Ollie Richards. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. Very, very happy to have you here. I wanted to say thanks to everybody who's been sending in questions as well recently. Really great to hear from you. A couple of things I wanted to let you guys know about before we get into today's question, which is a great one, as always, because you guys always ask amazing questions. Uh, and first of all, uh, those of you who are waiting for the launch of the Fluent Spanish Academy, thanks for your patience. It should have been live by now, but unfortunately, uh, we've been hit by a couple of technical delays. Nothing that will uh, stop me, though. I'm going to push <laughs> forward anyway. But yeah, a couple of technical problems, as usual, just getting the website up and running. But that's coming very, very soon and super exciting. So stay tuned for that. A number of you guys have also asked about transcripts for the podcast and whether or not uh, I have transcripts. I haven't been producing them, um, to be honest, because, well, obviously it takes a very, if I was to sit and write every single word that I say on the podcast, it would take a very, very long time, which I don't have time for. And also to produce the transcripts professionally, uh, it would also be very expensive. So I haven't been doing that right now, but I know you guys want transcripts. So I'm definitely going to think about ways I could do that. Um, it needs a bit more thought still, but it's on the agenda. It's on my mind and I'll uh, hopefully do something about that uh, fairly soon because, you know, I'm a huge fan of listening and reading. So I know it would help lots of you out if you could also um, list, uh, read along at the same time as listening to the, the podcast. Quick Thank you to the sponsors of the show, the, help, the people that help me pay the bills and keep the podcast up and running, italki, which is the best place on the internet to get your language lessons. And if you'd like to get a free lesson, simply head over to iwillteachyouanlanguage.com forward slash free lesson. Now, without any further ado, let's dive into today's question from Wanyong. Hi, Oli. I'm Wanyong from Korea. I've been in Australia for two years, and I think my English learning process is stopped. I can't see any further progress on me improving English. I think it is really hard to check the process of learning English or learning language. What I mean by that is, for example, when someone wants to improve math or other subjects, what they have to do is buy the subject books and solve the questions. And they will see how many books they've done at the end. But in case of learning language, I guess there is no way to check the process, which is visionable. So, here are my three questions. First, how do you know my English is still being improved? Second, is there any way to check learning process? Last, how do we know somebody masters their aimed language? Thank you. Okay, Wenyon, thank you so much for your question. And it's a, well, I mean, what a great question. And uh, I want to congratulate you on your English as well, which is fantastic. So the time in Australia has certainly been well used. So you've asked some very deep questions here. Let me summarize the three that you asked me. So first of all, how do I know if I'm still improving in my English? That's number one. Number two is how can I check my progress? And then number three is how do you know if you have mastered a language. Now, uh, okay, where do we start? Lots of stuff to say here. Now, you mentioned the example of maths, and you can say, well, if you want to learn maths, then you can just get a textbook, and you can kind of uh, work through the textbook, and you and you kind of got this guided study plan, right? So you kind of know what to study, and you can measure your progress 
that way. And you said that you can't do that with a language, but actually, you can. I mean, there are lots and lots of uh, books out there, especially for English. You know, as an English learner, you're you're spoilt for choice. You have tons and tons of books, and you can. Um, you know, you've got books, for example, that teach you English verbs. You've got intermediate, and then upper intermediate, advanced, advanced one and two. And so you've got that progression there. You have, you know, popular textbook series that run through different levels. You've got, uh, for example, IELTS exam books. You've got intermediate, upper intermediate, advanced. So you absolutely can kind of work through books that will give you this sense of progression through different levels. But th- for me, that that's not really the issue here, because what you're talking about is a kind of academic approach to the language. If you take the point of maths, for example, there are different kind of maths. There's different kind of maths and different kind of mathematicians. So you've got, for example, theoretical mathematicians who will spend their time uh, in universities coming up with theories and and work in very kind of abstract theoretical terms. And well, they don't actually use their maths for anything specific in for any real life application. Right? Likewise, you've got. Uh, you know, many many linguists around the world, academic linguists who study language. They study how language is used, um, and they spend often. Many of these guys, they spend their entire careers in universities, um, talking about language in a very academic way without actually using it. But the thing is, here's the point: M- maths is actually used for real purposes by many people around the world every day. So to continue this analogy with maths, you know, you use maths to calculate your 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 budget every month, how much money you have. You know, if you if you have a party, you use it to calculate the number of guests for a party. You know, how many if if John brings three guests and Anna brings seven guests, how you know, how many people do we have? You use it to figure out your mortgage payments if you own a house. And then some people will then go on to use maths to, for example, calculate the gravitational pull of the sun or the distance to the next star or something like that. I mean, you can use maths for all kinds of purposes. And so, you know, in that situation, if you're asking, well, how do I know if my maths is improving? How can I check my progress? How do I know if I've mastered maths? Well, the question is, what are you using it for? And if you're using maths to, if all that you need to use maths for is to, is to, you know, calculate the cost of your weekly shopping, then and you can do that fine, then your questions stop mattering, really, because you can do everything you need to to do using the, with your current level of ability in maths. So when people kind of talk to me about improving their English or improving a language, like, often I think, well, what does that mean, improving? Improving what? Your reading, your vocabulary, your, your speaking... Your ability to deliver a, a presentation. I mean, what what is it? What do you need to do? And why do you want to improve? Like, what? what like, you know, if you are studying English right now, and then you plan, for example, let's say you plan to go back to Korea, and then you will join a Korean company and never have any need for English. Well, why are you improving? Your English. These questions are all very, very linked. Now, I'm guessing, you know, if you're living in Australia, you've probably got a desire to use your English for something in particular. Now, that might be, for example, uh, to make friends. It might be to get into university 
in in Australia. It might be to go back to Korea and get a job in an English trading firm in uh, in Korea using using your English. So the, these are the questions that you've got to ask yourself. So in my case, you know, I think about my my Cantonese, which is a long term project. Very much, you know, it's tough and it's a uh, long. Sometimes I get these feelings of like, oh man, I haven't made any progress in like six months. But when I think about these things to myself, I ask myself. I don't. I don't ask myself like, am I still improving? How can I check my progress? I never ask myself these questions. I ask myself, can I do such and such a thing? Can I do this? Can I do that? And I I work with um, what you would call can do statements. Can I order food in a restaurant in Cantonese? Can I arrange to meet my friend for coffee at five thirty in uh, in Covent Garden? Can I do these things? And the can do statements are based around the things that I currently want to be able to do in Hong Kong uh, with with Cantonese. Sorry, and so there's lots of things I can't do. I could not open a bank account probably in in Hong Kong, but I don't care because I don't need to do that. Maybe. You in Australia, maybe you do need to open a bank account, so that becomes relevant to you. Likewise, I don't need at the moment to read and write Chinese characters, but if I wanted to go to university in Hong Kong, then I damn well would have to learn to read and write Chinese characters quickly. Um, but otherwise, I could go for my whole life and never learn to read and write Chinese characters. But so, what does it mean to improve? Um, I one of the things that I often Find myself talking about with different languages, partly because of what I do for a living, I guess, is talking about the language learning process. So one thing that's on my mind at the moment, for example, is I can't really talk about the language learning process as well as I would like to in Cantonese. And so that's something I'm working on at the moment: is can I better, more accurately describe the process of learning a language in Cantonese? Because that's something that's going to be useful for me. So for you in Australia. You know, you have got a particular daily life in which English matters to you, and so I would encourage you to. And it's difficult to say without you know without knowing your situation in more in more more detail. But I think that you would probably benefit from maybe putting the books away, and. Stop worrying about you know have I learned enough verbs this week or have I learned enough new words or or have I progressed to B two or C one level like stop worrying about that and think well what is it that I really want to use English for in my life like I have a I have a course called Time Control which is um, all about time management and how to use the time that you have to learn languages efficiently. Uh, it's a really, really popular course, and people have been really, really enjoying it. Um, and one of the questions that I ask in that course is, in terms of goal setting, is that what would make me happy or proud right now? So for you, Wan Yong, like think about your English. Like, what would make you happy or proud right now to use your English for? What would it be? Would it be to, I don't know, to get a girlfriend in an Australian girlfriend? Would it be to? Uh, I don't know to be able to watch TV and understand everything. Like, what do you want from your English? And then use that as your goal. And what will happen is, if you focus all of your energies on that one thing, then everything, all of your studies will conspire to help you achieve that. So that's the thing to be thinking. I think ultimately the question of am I progressing, um, am I still improving, it doesn't really matter. Provide 
provided that you're working towards things that you want to be able to do, because then real life will come to your aid and it will help you see this all through. Now, as to know, as for the question, how do you know if you've mastered English or if you mastered a language? You know, mastering a language, well, again, that depends on what you need it for. Like, can you, did, what's your definition of mastering? Is it, can you know, do you speak exactly like a native speaker with no mistakes? In that case, it's a lifetime's work. Is it, you know, can you do a university course in English? For me, my personal definition of have I mastered the language is, can I do everything I want or need to be able to do in the language? Effectively. And if the answer is yes, then you know, I don't know if I've mastered that language, but for my purposes, for my life, for the things that I want to be able to do, I'm happy. And that's the only thing that matters. You know, there are all kinds of other answers to these questions, to be honest. Like there are ways of tracking your progress. And some of these things we talked about on the podcast before, but the more I do these things, like the more, the more time I spend with languages, the more I, I tend to think to myself, you know, actually it's, None of this really matters. You know, it's all about you. What makes you happy? What are your reasons for doing it? That's the only thing that really matters. Unless, of course, you have a specific aim, like I need to get into university or I need to get this job, in which case, you know, then you have a very clear goal, which is which is a great thing. All right, so I hope that's helpful. And uh, thank you very much for the question. If you would like to ask me a question, the address to go to is IWillTeachYouAnLanguage.com forward slash ask. And if you have been enjoying the podcast, please Tell a friend about it. You can pull out your phone, send, a, send an email, put a little post on Facebook. Why don't you tell one person today about this podcast? Maybe you have a friend who's learning languages or would like to learn a language or is struggling with languages. If you could let them know about this podcast, that would uh, hopefully be good for them. It would be fantastic for me as well. And I would thank you very, very much. Now, um, I they're talking about reasons and motivation and progress and things like that. One of the things that I most like to do in a language is to record, uh, to learn songs. And songs for me, like, they're not always that useful practically for your language learning, but they do motivate me like nothing else. Like, if I learn a song and I learn to sing that song, I'm just so happy. I think I think one of the coolest things to do. And so a couple of days ago, I actually recorded a song in Cantonese and I stuck it on YouTube. Uh, so if you'd like to check out this video, you can get me, you see me playing jazz piano and singing a song in Cantonese. Uh, I had loads of fun. You'll either love it or hate it. I don't know which. But if you'd like to check it out, you can go to IWillTeachYouAnLanguage.com forward slash episode 110 and I'll put that video in the show notes for you to check out. (laughs) All right, so hope that was uh, useful for you and I'll see you back in the next episode of the podcast.